Welcome. I'm your host, Alex Avila, founder of College Career and Beyond, also known as CAB, where our listeners go on a journey and hear stories about academic, economic, political, social struggles, and or advancements in today's world. Stay tuned and plug CAB. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast. This is College, Career, and Beyond, and we have some amazing, talented students here today to talk about their experience dealing with COVID while they were students. So now, introduce yourselves and your major so people know uh, who we're talking to and where we're at. Well, um, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Aishel Pearson. I am a senior here at CSUSB, and I am currently studying for communication, but um, I will be transferring after this fall semester and will be turning my focus more onto meteorology and minoring in communications. Hello everyone, my name is Kayla Broughton. Um, I'm a junior here at Cal State San Bernardino. My major is health science with a concentration in public health. Wow, that's some some heavy majors right there. Uh, And not common usually in our communities okay so who wants to go first and talk about their first experience what it was like to be like a a student on campus day to day and then how COVID hit and the whole transition so who wants to just go jump right into it so um well being a student on campus I mean it's different I'm I'm for one I'm not too shabby of um taking online courses so when I was at RCC, that, and that's pretty much when COVID happened, I was already taking a hybrid class. I was already taking some classes online and then some on campus, um, more so being because I was part of a club on campus. I was um, part of Ujima, and I was the secretary. And um, it's funny, we just had Black Professionals Day. We were trying to get students to pretty much open their minds and decide what they really want to um, take action or pretty much take interest in. So we had like different like nurses and um, attorneys and other um, adults that are ma- have ma- majored in something like more high. So like mm-hmm. law enforcement and um, we like COVID happened literally a week after we had Black Professionals Day. (laughs) I was pretty upset. Um, We first got an email saying that they were closing some campuses down due to COVID, but it was predominantly in LA. Mm -hmm. And then it just spread to Riverside. I got like an email like maybe a couple days later saying that, oh, well, Friday was our last day of class and everything was transitioning online. And I'm thinking, oh. So you got, so they just sent you an email? They sent us an email. Wow. That so, is crazy. They sent us an email. Um, anybody I believe that didn't receive the email and went to campus were pretty much turned away or told, you know, check your emails. You know, campus is closed due to COVID. Um, and that was even before we were, um, We it was recommended we had to start wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So I was still going out and about in public, not wearing a mask. Granted, um, I do live in a household with my parents who are, up in age so they're both in their 80s mm-hmm. and sucks to say but um that's actually currently what my mother had passed away from was covid i'm sorry to hear that sorry to hear that wow wow 
So, okay, um, we're going to come back to that and ask you about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, how do you feel about now? Because we're still, it's kind of weird. I don't know. We're, we're like in it, but not in it. Yeah. Like, so. yeah. It's, not, it's not back to normal at all. Okay. And, and you want to share your experience as well? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. um, I was here at um, Cal State San Bernardino, and it was my first year. I, I mean, I guess it was like a... It was still kind of a culture shock, like just being on campus because I went to a private Catholic school and it was tiny, like real small. So coming to a college that was big and like no uniforms and just being in college in general, it was just new. So and I was really excited. But then once COVID hit, it was like, okay, well, maybe we'll get this little break We'll get and we'll come back. But then it was just like it was kind of sad because it was my first time to just like jump out and like be myself and like be get ex- get excited to be independent and start new things and just be around other people so covid really just like stopped that and i guess for everyone too you know everyone's experiencing the same thing but yeah that was my personal experience wow that's yeah um it was a weird time period for everybody i know um i'm a faculty i'm a professor and the weird thing is we did get an email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how, so when we got the email, I thought it was just going to be like a couple weeks because yeah. we were going on um, spring a spring break. break. Yeah. We were going on kind of like a, a, a quick break. You vacant. were going on a spring break. We had just got out of winter um, semester. Actually, what? we probably did a good, I would say two, three weeks of school from the beginning of our spring semester and then just like that, just... Mm. Wow. wow. Our campus just shut down. Yeah. Did you think you was going to come right back? Um, we were told we were going to come right back in the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. And then April turned into May. Mm-hmm. The part that sucked the most is I really wanted to go back on campus. It was my last semester at RCC and I was oh, supposed yeah. to graduate. The and graduation. I didn't even get it. I didn't get a chance to walk because of COVID. So, I mean, we did our little like photo shoots and I did some of my cap and gown, but it sucked not walking across the stage mm-hmm. and receiving my associate's degree. Um, being it, it being we were in COVID and then on top of it like I spent seven years working towards that moment just yeah. for it to get like stripped away like that wow wow that is smile okay we gotta we're definitely gonna come back because you have a lot there to unpack um <laughs> and and you thought you would be coming back to as well or? yeah I thought I thought it was just gonna be like an extended spring break and I was like you know what? okay we'll just get this little extra break and I was excited for it i was kind of happy because my friends they go to ucr and their their campus shut down before like Mm. before our campus did i was like what the heck like what about where's our break you know but then hindsight i'm looking and i'm like wow i wish we stayed open and stuff because i i honestly cannot do online at all i cannot do online okay i want to i want to talk about the online experience so are you students that prefer to be in the classroom or since this experience, did you realize you're, you aren't, you can do both or you rather be online? Like, what was your... So, personally, I'd rather be in the classroom. I feel like I'm more interactive in the classroom. Being online, that just gives you more an option to be lazy. Mm-hmm. You can turn your camera off. They don't really sit there and say, oh, have your cameras on while you're in my class. Yeah. I could instantly turn my camera off and probably go right back to bed. Because I had a morning class and I would do that. And my professor did catch me slipping one time. Oh, no. <laughs> and I forgot to turn the audio off, and I was up there snoring because I was asleep. So 
<laughs> and then I, I just vowed not to do that again. Mm. But um, I'm, I mean, right the next day, I pretty much was asleep. I just knew to turn my game. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. no, wow. I don't like online classes. It's just, it's just gives you more. It doesn't like you have more of an option to use online sources yeah. and kind of like held accountable. Yeah, like I know when I took um, one online class at RCC. She actually would lock the browser to your computer so you could not look up any answers or oh, cheat really? or anything. Lock really. the browser. So wait a minute. What does that mean? No, they have like a certain um, thing that they use and they can just lock it. So that means if you were to exit out, it would exit you out either completely from your test or it would notify her that you're trying to use another browser mm -hmm. and that's considered cheating. And then So they hack into your computer? Like how would they know that? You know what? That is a good question because I still went on my phone and looked at <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's they're hacking into your computer. I think it's when like you're on um camp like a campus website or something or if you're on something like Blackboard or Canvas like they can there's settings I guess to like lock down when you're taking tests or stuff. Mm, right. For like wow. like to be proctored. That's right. next level. That's scary stuff right now. <laughs> no, um, I'm surprised I haven't done none of that. Oh, I'm not going to speak too soon because I might sit there and, and go to San Jose and they'll be like, we're going to know not to lock yours just so you don't do wow. anything. That is, wow, that's <laughs> See incredible. See how well you know the material. <laughs> that is incredible. And so, okay, so you, that's, that's all, wow, that's just, you know, did you feel like your professor was making stuff up as it was happening? Uh, you know what? First. I felt like they just it gave them more of an opportunity to when they put together tests they they would make up their own questions because mm -hmm. if you try to go on Quizlet I swear you cannot find anything. Yeah, I mean I know when I was teaching, I had designed to to um the class to actually do an exam or midterm uh in that uh in that we coming back also we're gonna come back. And when we didn't come back, the students was like, what's happening? And I was like, oh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. And then after a month, I was like, oh, no, this is this is happening. Mm -hmm. We're like, really? We're going to shut down. And, um, yeah, it was just weird. It's just weird. Um, and I didn't know what to tell my students. I'll be honest. We've never seen this in the world. Yeah. Like, the planet's yeah. never seen this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I know our professors were learning new skills like Zoom. Like, nobody knew about Zoom. You know, Zoom is new because I'm so, well, I'm so used to operating Skype in a way. Mm -hmm. And Skype used to just be like the whole OG Zoom. Yeah. But also I understood the purpose of them doing Zoom because Skype was crashing. Mm -hmm. Yes. But also, I mean, Zoom is not 100% efficient just because people are actually able to hack into your system and right. do things. Mm -hmm. We right. had an incident last year and um with bsu where someone hacked into the system and had a whole bunch of just inappropriate i heard about that yes. made, that made the streets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hit the streets like what somebody just and i think it was happening in other places too mm -hmm. and then that's when zoom created the um password for your specific account yeah. and it wasn't just so generalized right um so every time you logged in you had a new password um okay so man it's a lot to uncover so would you can you are students in the in the most famous era, one of the most famous eras of all time during COVID. Mm -hmm. What are you going to tell your kids if you're going to have a family? Like, what are you going to tell them? Um, you it guys was are hard. <laughs> <laughs> I had to grind, shoot. Had to do. Had to work extra hard 
just to even get by. So, I mean, it was difficult. And, you know, even, like, there's a lot of negative thought towards COVID and towards online, but I did experience a lot of positive. And that's, like, because, you know, as I mentioned, I could not do online. And it was during a time that was, like, not just scary because of COVID, but scary because of being black, you know? It happened during the time of George Floyd and like police brutality. And I was, I remember being like so unmotivated and so angry and so hurt because there were so many things going on in my head and they were just stuck inside my, I'm just stuck inside my room. Like, what am I supposed to do? What can I do? I just felt so helpless, but, Mm. and it, it helped me have like, really challenging conversations with my friends that aren't black you know when stuff started happening and they silence nothing mute nothing but they they're posting about like oh kim kardashian or stuff like this or like who's pregnant or just gossiping and stuff and i'm like do you see my people are here dying my people are here hurting and if you're not if you're my friend you need to start having those conversations so besides school there was just so many things i felt like i can't even focus on school right now Mm. like my brothers and sisters are out here being murdered so what am i supposed to do and it honestly put me in such like a a funk like a bad state of mind like i've never experienced this type of like mental health issue you know and a lot of people overlook that like it's just we're all going through the same thing we're all going through the same thing but like individually to really feel that to really feel that funk to really feel that desperation and that just uncertainty of what's going to happen next it really affected me but it encouraged me to have those tough conversations self-reflect what do I want to do? How do I want to do it? You know, so I really did grow and I really did learn a lot through being stuck and being in quarantine and having to like see all of those things on social media. So I'm grateful for that. But it was it was really hard. Wow. Honestly, I would say just dealing with COVID was draining mm-hmm. in a way because that took a toll on me mentally. Yes. More so physically. Yeah. Because I was like, physically, I'm an athlete, okay? I ran track. I played basketball. Mm -hmm. So, and just not being able to really do too much of that because I had to be careful with my parents. Mm -hmm. I swear, I I packed on weight. I was 140. I jumped to 163. (laughs) I'm still recovering. (laughs) I jumped to 163. I'm telling you, I was like nice and thick. And then I lost it all, I would say, a couple months ago because I ended up catching COVID. Mm -hmm. And I just lost all that weight like i went from 163 i dropped down to almost 125 oh wow, wow. i lost all that weight due to covid covid i'm surprised like okay wait i caught covid you caught i want to hit did you catch covid yes i did all three of us caught okay all three of us caught covid all right when did you catch it so i caught it in the beginning of july oh you were last year no, I'm talking about, about recently, this year. recently. Oh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, a couple months ago. Okay. Wow. And you? December. Okay, I caught mine in See, December. See, the, fu- the funny thing about me was I I say I had it. I got tested four different times. I came up negative, but I had symptoms of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it didn't make sense that my mother caught it and my father caught it. My mom suffers from bronchitis. Mm-hmm. And her bronchitis turned into pneumonia. We were unaware of that on top of it she caught covid so it was a double whammy on her that's what took her out my dad thank god pulled through 
but he only had one symptoms versus her having all the symptoms mm-hmm. versus me having almost all the symptoms. I'm, I'm telling you, I felt horrible. My body felt like someone just took me and threw me off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. it, I, I couldn't get out of bed. I would sleep, but I would wake up still tired. If I did get out of bed, I was borderline about to faint. And then when I tried to go to sleep, it felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest. I yeah. couldn't breathe. Wow. It's crazy, though, because the symptoms really just affect us differently individually because COVID hit my whole household. Like, it, my dad got it from work, and then um, everyone just in the house ended up getting it at the same time. But his symptoms were, like, he was bedridden. Like, he couldn't get up. He couldn't, like, do anything. And then my brother was the same way. And I was in denial. I was like, I don't have COVID. Like, I felt nothing. Like, I had no symptoms. And then I got tested, and turns out I did have it, but I didn't feel, like, you were as asystematic. bad. asystematic. I did, I did have some symptoms, but they weren't as bad. Like, I was, I slept a lot. Like, I could, I was very tired. Mm-hmm. And um, I did have a little bit of shortness of breath, but that was it. You know, I didn't really, I wasn't really, luckily, I wasn't really that affected. I figured, because I am a germaphobe, so I figured the cleaner I am, the cleaner they will be. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, there would be no way in, in heck, you know, like, COVID would hit our family because yeah. it was hitting around us. Mm-hmm. So it took me by surprise when my mom went to the hospital and they tested her and they said, oh, she's positive for COVID. I'm thinking, what? And it wasn't making sense to me. And I'm like, how? And they're all like, well, I mean, she's positive, but then that means you're positive and your dad's positive. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. how? I just got tested a mm-hmm. day before yesterday and it came back negative. Right. Please make, because now it's like, you're telling me I, she has COVID. Now I'm under the impression I, I'm probably catching it from her. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, it's not making any sense because I'm still borderline sick. Like, I'm literally sitting in the hospital coughing, trying not to, like, cough my brains out. And everyone's mm-hmm. looking at me like, he's just going to let her walk up the hospital with COVID. Right. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> That's crazy, too, because my, um, you know, him, my whole family, like, even my little, like, five-year-old little sibling, he got COVID, too. But my stepmom, she didn't get it. And that's his that's his mom you know like Mm -hmm. he's always on her he's always around her but she tested negative like twice but it was weird because we're all in the same household we're all sharing the same things and everyone got it but her well they say also um the our immune system work hand in hand so we have a really strong immune system it's hard for it to show up positive on the test we could have symptoms of it Mm -hmm. but we will literally test negative i have a strong immune system Mm -hmm. so i didn't test positive at all but i just had in a way like flu-like symptoms Mm -hmm. right right i mean uh shout out to n-a-l-e-o nelio uh they're trying to educate people on COVID, and so i just wanted to give a quick shout out to them um and just you know vaccinations and all that um I caught it on Christmas Day. Oh, um, no. And uh, so I used to box for many years. Um, I ran track. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did boxing, track. I did a lot of sports, basketball, football. Um, so when we catch a flu, if you're an athlete, what you naturally do, just sweat it out. Yeah. Like, literally, you just run and then just, you you know, we'll put, like, three hoodies on, three pants on, and just sweat it out. So I, I felt like I caught the flu. And... Um, my son is three, and we were having Christmas Day celebration at the house, and we was having the roofers work on the house as well. Um, and I remember, like, the Christmas Day, like, I woke up, and I felt, like, tired. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was really, like, exhausted. So we opened up gifts, and I said, I'm going to take a nap. Mind you, this is, like, 9 o'clock, right? I take a nap. When I wake up, it's, like, 10 o'clock at night. I said, what just happened? Yeah. I just missed Christmas. <laughs> 
So then I was like, it's nothing. And I started coughing the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was still tired. And then my eyes start running. And I was still tired. Then my wife is like, you need to go get tested because you might got the, you know, the COVID. You might got the bug. I was like, I ain't got the bug. Mm-hmm. you know, Because, you know, at this time, COVID is a conspiracy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not real in the black community. And so um, I was like, yeah, all right. So I went to try to, and getting tested in December was a nightmare. Yeah. Like, we, it was a nightmare. You couldn't get in. People didn't. It was crazy. You couldn't even go into the hospital. They didn't let you in the hospital. Um, they had you in the parking lot, and they called you, and then tell you to make another appointment. It was crazy. So anyway, it took a couple of days to get tested. I got tested. Um, and then even to get tested, I was, I was being denied a test because the doctor said, oh, you sound like you got a flu. What the heck? I was like, That's well, what I was told us as well. Yeah, I they, sound right? like I had the flu, and I was like, but to lose my taste and my smell, oh. yeah, that does not sound like. And those are I signifying taste like it. symptoms. Yes, I, I. I'm telling you, I was making dinner, <laughs> and I was making. I have the special dish I make. It's a shrimp dish because mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, we're a Louisiana kind of like family yeah, yeah. in a way. Shout out to the South. <laughs> <laughs> so we love we love us some shrimp. And I was making my dish. It's my specialty. I, I know when it's good because I can smell the aroma. Yeah. You know, it smells good. But the fact that I could not smell my dish, and I'm thinking, that's funny. I can't smell anything. And then I just took, like, all, like, the cleaning supplies. I'm smelling it. I'm like, I cannot mm-hmm. smell anything. So that's when I'm panicking. And I have my mask on. And I'm telling my mom. I said, Mom, I think I have COVID. Like, I'm crying. Because I'm sitting here, like, people who people around me that's had COVID has died. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to die. Like, that's not fair. Like, my parents, they need me. But it didn't click to me also. My parents may have it. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us is going to wipe all three of us off, possibly. But then I'm thinking it's going to mainly wipe them out because I'm I'm young. I'm relatively yeah. young. I don't have any, like, You're histories of health issues or, yeah. like, I'm, I'm golden. But they're older and they have health issues. My dad had a stroke before I was even born. Mm-hmm. Wow. He's a a right amputee and he's paralyzed on his left side mm. so he's born to, he's prone he's prone to like get anything or anything can happen to him it's yeah. dangerous and then my mother on the other hand she has bronchitis mm. and she has neuropathy so she has issues as well so i'm thinking god i hope it's not that because if they catch it it's over it's game over for both my parents i'm i'm gonna be in a predicament where i feel like i'm gonna lose both my parents and i that's a nightmare right it was a nightmare already right. just losing my mom and she was the matriarch of our family so um my mom was like well if we catch it we catch it oh well and i'm like it's not an oh well matter <laughs> like yeah. this is scary because um the day that my symptoms kicked in i had actually went to the beach with my friend who has asthma mm. and i was coughing and i at re- I, first i told her i said you know i sleep under a fan i slept directly under it with it being on high and sometimes i get like the sore throat yeah. and then a dry yeah. cough mm-hmm. and It'll stick around for a couple of days and then just go away. Right. I'm telling you, when I was sleepy and couldn't get out of bed, and like I had to kind of like force myself out of bed, and then my body ate, mm. and I was just going through it. And and you know, because uh, you have the fevers, you have all that that come with it. Um, it's crazy. And so I just want to say prayers and healings to your family, mm-hmm. and prayers and healings to your family as well. Um, to you as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I lost four family members to COVID. Um, and then, of course, I had it. But, you know, I want to come back and do a part two sometime because, you know, um, I know folks, we're at school and folks got things to do. Yeah, yeah. of course. Okay. 
Um, and then what do you feel? Last thing, what do you feel about the vaccine? I say, I say, get it. I got the vaccine. I got Pfizer. The first one didn't do to, you know, didn't do anything to me. The second one is what kind of like I had like, I felt like those reoccurring symptoms of COVID came back and I was like, Oh no, (laughs) like I could not, I was like, I couldn't vote. I was so sick. I ended up having to leave campus early because I was just like, I was in pain. So, okay. Yeah, I, I'm vaccinated as well, and I say I I'm for the vaccine. You know? Okay, a lot you put a lot of things in your body that you don't know what it what it is anyways. Like right. eating mm. this Big Mac at McDonald's, you don't know what's in there. So, oh my god, just putting in like <laughs> a, a vaccine that like we have we and we have vaccines before. It's not like anything new. It's not different. It's not exotic. Like I say, just get it. You know. Uh, hey, I got my whole fam vaccinated. We got a lot of other issues to worry about. Just get vaccinated. You know, it's this what we're doing now is not, you know, we're putting ourselves and our families in harm. So get vaccinated, folks. Um, we'll come back and do a part two because we, you know, got to talk about the George Floyd thing, the biggest mm-hmm. protest in the history of the planet mm-hmm. um, and what that means uh, moving forward. So this is College Career and Beyond, and it's also part of Black Talk series. And uh, shout out to N-A-L-E-O. Uh, appreciate y'all. We out. Thank you for listening to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find us on whatever provider podcast you listen to, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and more. Continue listening to CAB, College, Career, and Beyond, where we keep you ahead of the game and not behind the game.